Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is uh, get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, you know, you're thinking about things on your mind, uh, past, present, or future, physical sensations, uh, anything you're experiencing physically or anything that's coming up for you emotionally. So any feelings or thoughts uh, or changes or, you know, holy disruptions... I don't know if I've ever said that before, but, I mean, that is something that you say, well, that's disruptive. Uh, I don't want to make it about me too early, but maybe I'll tell you something that's been disrupting my sleep. That would be an example of when you would turn to the podcast. Uh, In my case, I I don't necessarily do that. But so whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And what I'm going to do is I got this safe place to set aside for you here. And you could drift your way over here, or I could send it across the deep, dark night. And I send my voice across the deep, dark night, too. I use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. You know, like a dock in a, you know, in, in a, like a, like with gentle waves, creaking like a dock. No one's ever said that before. How come that's never been in a song before? Like, uh, Say, oh yeah, that was a classic. Actually, was that a like a bluegrass song, creaking and creaking at the dock? Uh, it was one of my favorites. You see, who sang that one? Nickel Punch or somebody else? And you say, Nickel Punch. I never heard of that group. And they say, Well, look it up uh, in the in the Imaginify, the new imaginary streaming service. Uh, you see, is it anything like sitting on the dock of the bay? And they say, no, because you're not so much sitting, you're being rocked gently, which is somewhat what I'm trying to accomplish. Is I, uh, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, with my pointless meanders and my superfluous tangents. Hopefully I'll remember that I was talking about that creaking at the dock of the bay. Uh, but so if you're new, a couple things, because this show is very different than every podcast out there or most podcasts out there, different than most uh, other sleep solutions or sleep shows. And so it might it might be much different than what you expected. So I want to, one, acknowledge that it, it's totally normal when you first listen to the show to be doubtful or skeptical or make, you know, a Sour Patch kid's face. Uh, but whatever, you know, or, or you know, to, to just say, I don't know if I like this. Totally natural. That's a normal reaction to the show. So let me give you some information. So this show's different. One of the things that's different about it is, I mean, other than creaky dulcet tones and pointless meanders and, you know, my strange sense of near humor or almost humor is... Uh, what are the, oh, well, it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. So that's the other thing. It's a kind of podcast you kind of barely listen to. So especially if you're new, if you pay too close attention trying to figure out what I'm up to, you'll realize uh, it won't work. You, you kind of get a look. Like if you were, like, let's just say you were going to watch somebody organize their cabinets, uh, but they weren't narrating it. Like usually on an organization show, they'll narrate what they're doing. And let's say they were organizing their cabinets, but they're not like they have no organizational skills, and they're, they're like they don't have spatial relations or anything. 
And also, while they're doing it, they kind of forget what they're doing. So they're just kind of moving stuff around in their cabinets. And you, if you maybe you were planning, you're saying, well, I'd love to, or like, I want to figure out how they organize their cabinets so I can organize mine. And you were watching it, paying attention. It would be probably a frustrating experience because you say, well, that person just took the beans, put them in the back of the lower shelf, uh, then moved around some spices to all three shelves, then took the beans out again, put them on the second shelf, then put everything on the counter again. I don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't know if they know what they're doing. I'd say, well, that's me. You got it. Uh, That's the podcast in a nutshell. So kind of listen loosely or barely at all if you can. But the other thing is it takes two or three tries to get used to the show. And that's just what most regular listeners say. So give it a couple of tries and just kind of see how it goes. There's no pressure to like me or the show. And unfortunately, there's no guarantee it'll work for you, but I really hope it does. And here's the other secret. This is the one sleep podcast. Uh, I mean, I've been doing this for a while, but it doesn't really put you to sleep. It keeps you company while you fall asleep. So I'm here to take your mind off of stuff and be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sibling. Your boar bestie, boar bra, uh, and just be at your bedside or, you know, talking to you across the room or across the internet uh, to, as you drift off. So those are two two or three things. The other thing is the structure of the show can definitely throw new people off. Uh, so the show starts off with a greeting. Hello, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary. Uh, then there's business. That's how we're able to bring you this twice a week. Then there's an intro. In the intro, so the, the greeting in the business probably takes, I don't know, what, four or six minutes or something. Uh, oh, yeah, and then we have, like, the credits and stuff like that. And then, so from around minute eight to a minute 20 uh, plus is the intro. And that can definitely throw people off because you say, well, isn't an intro, isn't the definition of intro to introduce something and the subtext of that, me saying, you know, isn't the definition of an intro. Subtextually, what I'm saying is your intro is too long and doesn't get to the point it's not efficient. And I'd say you're right about that. Uh, uh, because, yeah, ours is not efficient and it doesn't get to the point. It does kind of introduce the show and it gives you an idea what to expect. Uh, like, that, uh, you know, you're goofing around and never getting anywhere. You know, just, you see, like if someone, if my Nana was there while I was organizing that imaginary cabinet, she'd say, what are you, what are you doing? You're just moving stuff around in that cabinet. And they said, well, Nana, you said I had to work on organizing the cabinet for two hours. So yeah, more, more like, uh, I guess I'm being, you know, I'm passively uh, moving stuff around in the cab. You're right, Nana. I am moving, just moving stuff around in the cabinet. As a matter of fact, I didn't even realize it because I was enjoying it so much. Uh, I kind of got into a zone, and it was very soothing until you pointed out that uh, I'm not really organizing it. I'm just moving stuff around. Waiting, I'm waiting for the organization to come to me, Nana. Oh, Nana walked off. Well, that's good. She, I thought she was going to, you know, S-H-A-M me or more. But I'm really enjoying just moving like uh like uh, the feelings of these things in my hands as I move them, you know, the paper, the cans, the bags, the heady scent of uh, every, you know, cabinet, spices, and, uh, uh, you know, all those things. It's nice. Yeah, the uh, the touch of contact paper against my fingertips is like, uh, 
it's uh, it's uh, you know it's it's something. Oh, but I was trying to explain why the intro is so long. So the reason the intro is kind of long and winding is uh, one, it's just like it's just what it's just what's worked. Uh, but it, the reason it works is because I don't I don't see my. For most of us, it's not efficient to go to bed, right? We need a, a time to wind down and slowly get there. And so the intro, whether you start it before you get into bed or right when you get into bed, it gives you time to unwind and let the day drift away. Just like you're sitting on a creaky dock, the creaky dock on the side of the bay. You, I mean, most people, like common sense would say, what are you going to do? go sit on a creaky dock for? And you're not going to do, you're just going to sit there. You say, well, I, you know, I may imagine myself fishing or something, but yeah, no, I'm just going to go sit. It's a well-made dock, so it's creaky, but it's not crickety or whatever. I don't think that's a word. Well, it probably is if you're very, if you're very much like a cricket, you're crickety. Sounds like you're saying it in the way, like you're too bossy, like you know, splain or like Jiminy Cricket. Maybe, but it, like, so yeah, that's, you mostly just sit on a creaky dock uh, for the enjoyment of the way motions and the creaking. But if you were like trying to like solve math problems, it probably wouldn't be the best place. You'd say, well, this is irritating. I'm rocking and creaking. I can't focus on these, uh, you know, with these complicated math problems. You say, yeah, probably do that inside where it's quiet. So that's kind of what the intros are like. We're, we're just—I don't know if—but so most listeners either start the intro before they get into bed or once they're in bed. And some list, some of those listeners fall asleep during the intro. Two percent of listeners skip the intro, skip ahead to twenty minutes, and just start the show there. So as you get used to listening to the podcast, you can kind of see how it goes and see what you think and see what works for you, and then adjust from there. Uh, then after the intro will be some business, and then after that it'll be a bedtime story. It'll be kind of a random a visit from uh, a, one of the more popular people from the Kuzak family, their designer, imaginary designers. I, I mean, they use their imagination to design things within my imagination. So they'll be on, and then we have some thank yous at the end of the show. So that's the structure of the show. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work for everybody. The reason why I make the show is because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you can relax and unwind. And you deserve a nighttime routine, or if you're a second or third shift person, a, a bedtime routine free of rigmarole or pressure, internal or external that we're all familiar with, all of us that can't sleep or wake up or whatever it is. And I think your world will be a better place if you get a little bit of rest and then consistently get more rest. And that'll reflect itself in, in the rest of the world. Your your world will be nicer. Maybe you could soon be in a place where you could flourish. And that'll be better for everybody. And it'll be nice for you. You deserve something nice. I mean, really. So that's why I make the show. And I mean, the flip side of that is because I understand the other side of it. I've been there and I know how it feels and I don't like, I don't want that for you. So that's why I make the show. And I think that's really it. It's like, I'm really glad you're here. Give it a few tries. Like most listeners say, see how it goes. Uh, you don't have to like the show. There's no pressure at all to do that. Just see how it goes. And then if it doesn't, you can check out sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you.
or there's more and more sleep podcasts popping up every day. So you can check some of those out or the empty bowl. So yeah, there's options out there, but I'm really glad you're here. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. I work very hard and I yearn and I strive to do that. I appreciate you coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside... Whatever's keeping you awake, it could be thoughts, you know, things on your, you know, things you're thinking about, things on your mind. So thoughts, uh, <laughs> trying to think of other ways to repeat that, uh, feelings, any emotions coming up for you, things, feelings about the present, past, or future, just general, you know, general malaise, uh, I haven't made that joke when, you know, when I'm at a renaissance fair and, uh, when I walk up to the queen, and the ladies of the court, I always say, what's up, Malaise? Uh, and I giggle to myself. Uh, and I say, oh, I thought it was a silent D, my queen. Uh, so there's that. Uh, oh, forgot what I was talking. Oh, so any feelings you're feeling? You might have feelings about that. You say, how dare you use a Malaise in the presence of the like a person at a Renaissance festival pretending to be, you know, performing in the role of the queen. And I say, nice recovery, Scoots. It'd be like to respect the hard work they're doing because I am a big Renaissance Fair fan. So, oh, feelings, physical sensations. Uh, I'm here to take your mind off of that too. Anything else that could be keeping you awake and noise, you know, Noise, schedule changes, changes in routine, whatever it is, I'm here to take your mind off of it and keep you company as you fall asleep. And what I plan to do is I got this uh, safe place, I'm smoothing it, I'm patting it, I'm rubbing it down, pulling it taut if I, you know, if I need to. Uh, and laugh, you know, thinking about like, uh, uh, like, you know, thinking about using my Long Island accent when I say taut, uh, uh, oh, so I'm creating a safe place. Then I'm going to send my voice across to the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, confusion. You know, over my mouth is, you know, when someone, particularly in a movie, puts too much food in their mouth for a comedic effect in a movie. That's usually the situation. Even though I don't have too many words in my mouth, it feels like I do. They're all in a hurry to come out. They say, we got to get out of there. They say, we finally got out of his brain. Now we just got to get through. They say, well, how do you get out of here? Anyway, this brain is like, uh, it's like a fun house, but most of the fun is consumed by uh, overthinking and, and, you know, past, present, or future. And some other words are like, I think I heard if you go across the vocal cords at just the right time, you could get out of there. So that's my theory of why I talk too much or why sometimes my words get mashed together. Not intentional or really something under my control. Just so many words and uh, 
They say, do you think we could get some atoms out of here? Some of the brain, some of the, maybe even the brain cells say, don't take us away for, for, you know, take me and my dendrite, please. Like, uh, with you, don't leave me here with Scooter because he does this all day long. And I say, well, humans find it, believe it or not, humans find it soothing, uh, or some humans. So I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night, do all that stuff. Uh, and I'm really here. Now, if you're new, just like my dendrites uh, or whatever, they say dendrite. I feel like a stalagmite up there. And I say, are you sure it's not a stalactite? Do you know the difference? Because I forgot, even though I learned it in fifth grade, I forgot whatever pneumatic device uh they say it wasn't a pneumatic. I say, whoa, okay. Well, my all mine are pneumatic, like full of hot air and not pneumonic or whatever. So you could see why something would want to get out of my brain. But if you're new, I'm glad you're here. Let me give you a couple of pieces of information because this podcast is very different and probably different than what you expected. Also, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm strange and uh, let's not dance around that. Let's lean into that. And maybe you had expectations. You say, well, I don't know what to expect. Someone's going to try to put me to sleep with bedtime stories, or what are you going to do? So let me give you the rundown, because it probably already confused you, or you might have, like, raised your skepticism. I hope I didn't raise your hackles, uh, because I'm not even sure. But so, what the you know, I say, is that the right word for that, too? But so here's a couple of things. One, the best way to consume this podcast is loosely or out of focus or gently, almost like sand passing through your hands. Don't try to hold on to the sand. Just let it flow through your fingers. Uh, because if you try to focus on the show too much or you wait for it to get started, it's the kind of podcast that, you know, never really, it's, it's always running, never really got started, but it ne- it's always running. And you say, well, that doesn't make any sense. And I say, well, that's that's a business I'm in, the senseless. I'm in the senseless business. So just kind of see if you could barely listen. That's a strange thing to say, but this is the one podcast you don't need to listen to. You could just kind of barely listen. So that's one thing. The second thing is that when I started this, there weren't a lot of sleep podcasts and stuff, but now there's more and more. But I think this is still the one sleep podcast that really isn't here to put you to sleep. It's here to keep you company while you fall asleep and to take your mind off of stuff as you drift off. I'm more here to be your companion and your friend in the deep, dark night, telling you a story, keeping you company, and you just fall off, you know, fall asleep, fall off of uh, the cloud into another cloud, and, uh, you know, in, or into the arms of Morpheus, I always like to say. And then I'll just, you know, you know, I'll just disappear, you know, in a poof of hot air or barely warm air, you know, for your comfort. So podcast you don't need to listen to. No pressure to fall asleep. There's also, that's also a reason the shows are about an hour is to give you plenty of time. So you don't got to worry. Oh my gosh, if the show's over in 20 minutes, will I still be awake? I say, well, I'm going to be here for an hour. Also, if you can't sleep, there are listeners that listen to this hardcore insomniacs or people that just need some comfort. I'm going to be here to the very end. So if you can't sleep, I'm here for you. Uh, so those are two things. Another thing that throws people off is the structure of the show. show starts off with an introduction or a hello, a greeting, I guess, not an introduction, a greeting. 
Then there's business. That's able how we're able to bring this podcast to you for free. That's how we're able to bring the podcast to regular listeners for free. But if you're new, not super important. Then there's an intro, which goes from about minute, I don't know, like uh, minute 6 to minute 20 uh, to minute 20, 24. I don't know, somewhere in there. So the intro is about 12 to 20 minutes of me trying to introduce a podcast and rambling. So a lot of times, the strongest messages I get are either about the business or the intro or, you know, me. But, you know, those ones I take with a grain of salt. Or I just say, well, I'm not for everybody. But I always try to give you this information because I, I know these are the things. So the intro is not like a self, I mean, I guess it is self-indulgent, but it, with a purpose. Or it's not an infomercial. It's a friend talking to you about nothing, basically. And, I, tr- you know, I do try to give new listeners all the information I can. But to believe it or not, every intro has been different. 800 and whatever, 60-something episodes. Or maybe it's more than that. I have no idea. Everyone's different because a lot of the regular listeners, I'd say 98, 97% listen to the intro. And you say, well, why would they do that? Because you're giving them the same information every time. And I say, well, something borrowed, something blue, something familiar just for you. It's, I don't know. But, but it, really it's that it's part of people's bedtime routine. And the intro eases you into bedtime. So I think the largest portion of listeners start listening before they get into bed. It, then the you know, second, you see, I'm saying, you know, talking like 33%, then 24%. Oh, the, the math already doesn't add up. But like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe then another 24% listen when they get in bed and they're getting comfortable. Then maybe there's another 23% that uh, fall asleep during the intro. Then there's like 2% uh, of people that skip the intro. And then there's some other percentage of listeners that, you know, but the the whole idea of the intro is it eases you into bedtime. So whether you're listening before you get into bed or when you're in bed, I don't know, it's like a runway to help you wind down and to carry your, your, your focus from the day from thoughts, feelings, or physical sensations uh, to my nonsense. Really, that's what it's here to do. So that's the intro. And, yeah, I guess it serves a purpose, but it's also skippable. Like, you could just start the show at 20 minutes, or patrons get story-only versions, so some patrons listen to that. And then the show really isn't, it, it's really hard for me to design a podcast to be listened to all night, but some people do listen all night, or... Patrons will, like, listen to a new episode and then story-only episodes all night. But some people, like, listen to 30 minutes, fall asleep, wake up, listen to another 20. So I guess what I'm saying is see how it goes. Because the other piece of information I get from tons and tons of listeners is it takes two or three tries to get an idea that this to, to finally accept that this podcast never got started. You say it's running that whole paradox, you say. It, you know, we're skeptical beings by nature. That's a good thing. So to get by that skepticism, the old skepticism of paradox, it would be one of my many autobiographies. I'm skeptical I'll write any of them. But because uh, you say, okay, this is a podcast that's already running and it never got started. But then after the third episode, you say, oh, yeah, 
I get okay. Like it's not like a really like a sitting under the Bodhi tree. It's more of like you shrug your shoulders and you say, "Well, and never." I totally understand that I never understood it. And that's how you know you're. That's how you know you're a regular listener. For but but for regular listeners, it takes two or three tries to get to that point where you say, "Huh, you're right. He's right. It never got started, but it's been running the whole time." Or a lot of people wake up and they say. It never got started, but I felt like it, but it, you know, then it worked. So all I say is like, see how it goes. Because really for me, I'm only here to put you to sleep if I can, which I hope I do. So like, I just want the podcast to work for you if you can. So give it a few tries and see if it works. If it's, if it doesn't, you know, I got a list of podcasts at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Or there's other resources out there. But I really want to help. I mean, one of the reasons I want to help is because, one, I believe you do deserve a good night's sleep, that you having a place of rest and solitude and comfort, a safe place where you could drift off, means your life's going to be better. And while that might not impact me directly, I really believe that makes the world a better place, a much better place. If you can live your life a little bit fuller, that's nice. And if I can provide that, then that makes, I don't know, that gives meaning to my life. And the other side of that meaning, and the reason it's important to me, is because I've been there. So I know how it feels on the other side of getting trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, oh boy, uh, tossing, you know, all those things, I, I deal with them. Or I've dealt with them, like, in the past, and... It's not pleasant, and I want you bedtime to at least be a place of neutrality, if not something you could look forward to, because in the past I've dreaded it, and I really know, for me, that's, you know, I don't know if I could spell this, P-A-I-N-F-U-L, is that right? And so if I can counteract that, if I can be your companion that you could turn to, and you say, what a companion you are. You, you're, you're always talking, but you, you're talking about nothing, and you're always talking. You, you, you're all, you know, you never started to, whatever other truism I made up there. But I think you get what I mean. Like, and this is what I hear from listeners that have been listening to the show over the past seven years. They say, Scoots, I used to dread bedtime. Now I say, well, at least I got Scoots to listen to. He's going to talk some nonsense, and maybe I'll have half a giggle. You say, that's what people say, like, when they go to the imaginary sleep with me uh, enjoyment bar. They they say, what, so what do you see? You know, the person running it, they probably, they're like, uh, yeah, what can, what can I get you for? Uh, and they say, I'll just take half a giggle. And they say, really? Just half a, you don't want a full jar of, a, a bro, you know, boisterous laughter? No, no, I'm going to bed. I'm sleeping with Scoots tonight. Just a half a giggle. Maybe a neutral, you know, not uh, a, a, a one-eighth frown even. That would be me. That's a, that's, I'd be doing a victory dance. You say, Scoots, I went from a scowl, which is how my face is sometimes at bedtime, to a one-eighth frown. I say, hold, you got to be kidding me. This is like, the, I mean, when, one day I'll review all this in the post-life with somebody and even they'll be confused. I'll be up there with Chidi and the rest of the great philosophers, even the non-imaginary ones. 
and they'll say, well, maybe we'll be under the Bodhi tree or whatever a proper tree is. And they say, uh, so you're, you, they say, so your existence was, uh, tell us about what gave your life meaning. One quarter, one, well, a quarter to an eighth to a sixth uh, frown. That's what gave my, my, they say, what is, where's that uh, eternal glow? Come? And I said, well, that's a high pro glow. They say, don't get that mixed up. It's not a spiritual thing. It's like I switched to a high pro. And they say, what's that high pro you talk about? So it's not, well, once it was no, now that I'm no longer human, I figured it'd be good for me to eat it. Uh, I always saw the ads. They were for dogs. And they'd say, what's up with that dog? It has a high pro glow. I always wanted that. And uh, so now I'm here, here in the big farm. I've been consuming uh, whatever it is, high, whatever, you know, I just get it, you know, delivered, high pro. So, but yeah, no, the thing that gave my life meaning was, yeah, helping people have one-eighth, uh, going from a scout, now, not just a one-eighth frown. I mean, sometimes it would be a neutral look on their face or open mouth or an eighth of a giggle, you know, spritz, giggle spritz, we, used to, we call it on the show. I said, can you tell me more about this giggle spritz? And I said, well, it's available. Uh, like, uh, you know, now we, we live up here on the barter system. If you got any high pro, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give you a bottle of giggle spritz. But a giggle spritz is like uh, when you just almost giggle. You giggle on the inside. Like instead of giggling, like, you know, totally like, like you're, you're, you know, nonstop giggling at something that's really funny. With your bestie. Oh, wait, everybody's gone. Uh, what happened? Once again, I'm under the Bodhi tree, but I'll just take a snooze. So that's it. That's why I make the show. That's what to expect is a lot of nonsense. Uh, after the intro, we'll be doing our uh, episodically modular series, Get Bessos, that you can listen to in any order. And then we'll have our uh, thank yous. So that's the structure of the show. I'm here for your choice a week on Sundays and Wednesdays. Every episode, every show kind of cycles a different style. And I'm glad you're here. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. I appreciate you coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, you know, things you're thinking about, uh, feelings like anything emotionally coming up for you, or physical sensations, uh, changes in time or temperature or schedule. So. You know, if you're working the second or third shift or you're traveling, getting ready for a move, whatever it is that's keeping you up. It could be one of those things. It could be something else. I'm here to help. What I'm going to to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Is that what it, like, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in time and temperature. I guess I get mixed up. That's another thing I do. So I get mixed up. So whatever's keeping me awake, I'd like to take your mind off. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. And I have, I I mentioned, the the aforementioned, I don't know if I've ever used that word ever, 800 plus episodes, I don't know if I've ever said aforementioned. 
Uh, but the aforementioned, and I may be using it in the wrong context, a safe place I have here. Plenty of room set aside. I got space for you. Whether, you know, look around. Uh, go ahead. Uh, check it out. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, a pointless meanders, a superfluous tangents. I will be going off topic and nonsense. I'll be going in depth about stuff you mightn't have never cared or you might currently where you don't need to care. You see, I'm going in depth about this, uh, but I'm barely going to scratch the surface at the same time. And I'm going to buff instead of scratching the surface here. We buff it. Uh, as a matter of fact, I like to breathe on the surface. Don't worry. Oh, boy, did I brush my teeth before I sat down, and then I had some apple slices. But, yeah, we don't, we don't you know, we don't do that to the surface because that would be, and that's not soothing for bedtime. Even though in that particular, is that a metaphor, scratch the surface, or what is that, truism? It's not a truism. Uh, I don't know. Again, another question for Helen Z out there, who has a new podcast at the time I'm recording this, Veronica Mars Investigates. So check that out for sure. What was I talking about? Oh, uh, buffing the surface. This is a podcast that barely buffs the surface. You know, I you don't need to wear glasses. I still fog them up. Uh, I don't, yeah. You say, well, I don't have my glasses on Scoots. I'm in bed with my eyes closed. That's it's right. I'm fi- I'm fogging up your glasses. By the time tomorrow, it'll have dissipated. And I barely scratched the surface. Oh, because if you're new, sorry about that. Uh, going off topic early. You know, I was probing for meanders there. And really just, uh, you know, using that famous, uh, you, you know, when you see people buffing or uh, uh, doing that to a table, not quite polishing. You're right. My, my Part of my brain, the car cleaning part of my brain said, are you polishing? Shouldn't you be buffing the car right now? That's a thought that's come up for me at bedtime. And then I said to that part of my brain, have we, have we ever, other than like uh, when we had to for an allow, when we needed money from our father, and uh, we or uh, some uh, I can't ever remember buffing or buffing anything. Okay, well that's a hot. That's something totally different. That's not right. This is not a good time to talk about buffing. It's funny because uh, uh, well, anyway, I was going to say that uh, Helen's podcast is with Jenny Owens Young, who's a, a buff has a buff buffering a buffy podcast. Uh, but it was way off topic. Oh, if you're new. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, um, if you're okay. Cause if you're new here, you're probably like, what is this guy talking about? Or what's going on here? So let me circle back here. Let me sit down in our, sa- our safe place. We have set aside. So here's a couple of things. You know, this podcast is uh, different. So if you're skeptical or a bit confused, uh, well, you know, I'm confused, currently confused. That's what it says on my prof, one of my profiles, maybe. And the, so the spy case is nonsensical. And here's a couple of things, you know, structurally, we're already a bit into the structure show, but the show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's more important for regular listeners. So if you're new, but that's how we keep it free for everybody. Instead of like behind a paywall with like 10 episodes and then the other 290, you got to pay for all 300 episodes right now. You could listen to for free. 
or, or our most recent 300 episodes you could listen to uh, right there for free whenever you need it or all in a row. So thank you for that. So there's business, then there's an intro. But in our case, the intro is like a cool down. I don't know why I would call it an intro. That's just like the only, it's a, it's a cool down part of the show. Normally intro is just to warm you up to the podcast, you know, say, hey, we're going to be here talking about, this is Car Wash Cast. This is Carl with the Car Wash Cast. I'm going to be talking about car washing and things interesting car washers. Uh, uh, car, it's car wash notes, uh, which doesn't really work. But, you know, my favorite other podcast is Script Notes, so I built it on that. Uh, so car wash, you know, but not just for professional car washers. Uh, it's, uh, you know, car washing. I can't remember how John and Craig say it. Oh, I think John always says it. Uh, but that's a car wash cast, and that would be the end of the intro for the car wash cast. And then maybe they would do tonight. We're going to be talking about buff buffing and buffering. Do you watch buffering or listen to podcasts while you buff cars? Uh, give, you know, I'll offer my opinions later. So that would be an intro for our intro. It takes maybe somewhere between. Uh, 12 to 18 minutes because I want to ease you into bedtime. So it is a big part of the show. Sometimes new listeners, they kind of think, oh, are you just, uh, is this a, just a filler or no, this isn't a kind of an essential part of the podcast, but there's no essential parts. And what I mean by that is, uh, some listeners skip the intro and some listeners fall asleep, uh, during it, uh, but for most listeners, it's part of their wind-down routine. So some people are listening before they get into bed, and some people are in bed. Good to see you. Looking great. Be fogging up those glasses later. Don't worry about it, because I'll be, I'll buff, I'm going to buffer them. I'm going to buffer them. I think I've been buffering half my life. My thoughts are always buffering. But so, so the intro is just an explanation of the podcast. It's a little bit different every time. But it gives you time to kind of let the day fade or fade away, or fade her away, and to start you drifting off into dreamland. So that's the first twelve to eighteen minutes of the show. Then there's some business, and then tonight we'll be talking about TNG. Uh, that's Star Trek: The Next Generation. And if you don't watch the show, you don't need to. Like, believe me, I'll talk about it in a way that won't make any sense to anybody. Uh, but if you can't sleep, it'll be pleasant, you know, pleasant enough to keep you company or to help you drift off. And we'll be talking about, you know, some, just the stuff that happened, what people were wearing, a lot of the dialogue, how people held their bodies, how many close-ups, you know, when, when does the camera zoom on Jean-Luc Picard? So that'll be the episode. Then there's some thank yous at the end. So that's how the show is structured. Also, if you're new or regular listener, you don't really need to listen to this podcast. You can listen. And if you can't sleep and you're looking for a companion in the deep dark night, I'm here to the very end. So I'll be here to keep you company. Uh, but you don't need to listen. You won't miss anything. You could replay it if you really want to or listen during the day. But it'll be kind of a slow-paced uh, discussion about things. So no pressure to listen, but also no pressure to fall asleep. The reason the shows are about an hour is so you could drift off at your leisure, kind of see how it goes, and then fall asleep as you wish. 
Uh, I think, let's see, I think that's it about that. That's structure of the show. You don't need to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. If you're new and you're kind of like, how do I listen to this? Or when are you going to start making sense? It's kind of like, like listening to, like, what if there was a class, uh, and you were taking a class where they said, Hey, not only is there no grade, uh, like where the, what if there was a class, I'm trying to think of a class that could be a metaphor for this. That's still conducive to sleeping at bedtime. Like what if there was a professor who secretly there, they were doing some sort of performance art or something. And they said, Hey, come to my class. And you could really learn as much or as little as you want. I, I don't know what you would learn from me because I'm just going to be lecturing. And my lectures don't necessarily follow any logic, but they kind of do following meandering path. But my classroom's a safe place. You, you, you'll give yourself a grade at the end based on uh, whatever you feel like. Also, you know, this is a tuition-free class. Uh, Maybe, even though I'm getting paid, you know, of course, the professors, everybody's getting paid, whether you're a teacher or a student in this class. This is imaginary, by the way, just so you know that. Uh, and so no pressure, show up, you know, just to respect everybody else's space. But since this is odd, you know, really, uh, you're in your own space. So I don't know, I guess that, that would be one way to listen. Like, if you knew all that and then you showed up to class, uh, You'd say, well, how do I feel like listening today? Well, I'm just going to kick back and see you've got comfortable chairs in these classrooms. Holy cow. And I guess I'll maybe, I'll maybe kind of listen for a while. What's the old Professor Scoot's talking about? Uh, oh, how many different shades of dragonflies are there in the world? I do wonder that. Uh, oh, but now... He's talking about iridescence, but I don't know if he knows. He, I think he has con, 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 confused. He's confused to translucence and iridescence. I may, but yeah. Well, I wonder if how many. Yeah, how come a lot of dragonfly dresses have wings, but they don't? Uh, he's he's imagining he's wearing a dragonfly dress. Uh, and how that would feel. And then he's giggling because he's saying, of course my dress wouldn't be translucent. It would be iridescent. So I guess he does know the difference. So that would be, that's kind of how to listen to the podcast uh, as an example. But here's the thing. I'm glad you're here. The reason I make the show is because I've been there in the deep, dark night, tossing and turning, trouble getting to sleep. I have uh, trouble staying asleep. Uh, Waking up and getting back, I've, I've had it all and, you know, changing my schedule just recently. So I'm getting back in the groove myself. So here's the thing. I'm glad you're here. Kind of see how it goes. Give the show a few tries. It's, we've had thousands of people review the show. And almost every single one says, hey, it took me a few tries to get used to the podcast. So give it a few tries. See, I guess no pressure on your end. Hopefully it helps you. If it doesn't, I appreciate you checking it out. You can also go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you uh, if you find that the podcast doesn't help. Uh, but I really appreciate you checking the show out. I appreciate your time. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive, and I want to help you fall asleep. Uh, so thanks again for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. 
This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Uh, I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to, to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, like uh, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in time. Changes in time or temperature or routine. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to take your mind off of that. Uh, so stuff you might be thinking about. It might be past, present, or future. Anything emotionally coming up for you or physically you're experiencing. Uh, any changes in your schedule. Wh- whatever it is. I'm, I'm, like I think I already said, or repetition. Uh, whatever it is, I'm here to take your mind off of that. And what I'm going to do... I got this safe place. It's calm. It's uh, have soothing stuff. I have uh, everything's you know. I have rounded stuff. I, there's some oblong things. I got a room of oblong things. I, I, that does sound like it could be like a part of a hook of a, a pop song. I got a room of oblong things. I don't know. Maybe we'll come back to that. You know, if 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 experience tells me anything about making this podcast, we'll be on an oblong journey. And some of you might say, "Well, have you on on the long part and the odd long? Well, odd long and oblong." Holy mackerel! I just thought of a new a new set of characters for the. I thought I knew what this episode was going to be that I was going to record, but not anymore. So that maybe we'll talk about that tonight. So what I'm going to do? Have the safe place. Sorry about that. I got a little excited. It meant who who would have thought this early in the show? We would have made new friends. How about how about that? And friends we don't have to interact with. Or make eye contact with, or you, that's the best kind of, you see, wow, those, those are the best kind of friends, uh, imaginary friends that don't even include, there's no social compact. Because, you know, I, well, maybe I could come up with, maybe those will be two of my new imaginary friends. Yeah, we'll, we'll use that, uh, yeah, let me write it up, yeah. Okay, well, uh, so what was I saying? Um, Oh, I forgot. So oh, oh, create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. And the way I do it is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Like oh, creaky, dulcet tones mean that they're somewhat sweet, but balanced out with this uh, creakiness. Like there, there used to be this show called This Old House, right? It was uh, where I think where they were like uh, This Old House. We fix it up right, and you know, magically, Bob Vila was the star of that show. I think that was on PBS. This was back before. Can you? Well, I don't. This is probably not for the sleep podcast, but uh, I'm sure Bob Vila is happy for the success on one level, depending on how grounded and. Uh, uh, also don't know Bob Vila's uh, big farm status, but like you say, well, I'm happy for all those people and all the success they're, they're getting from, you know, home and garden style television shows and networks. 
Ian, I'm sure there's like Bob Vila probably had uh, Bob Vila's own lifetime of enjoyment and success. Uh, but, but part, if I was, I guess, a holy projection, you're right. You'd uh, see, if I was Bob Vila, Bob Vila, Bob Vila, who's that? Uh, that's your inter, oh, my internal mirror. Is that my, my Bob Vila shadow self? Is Bob Vila? I don't, you don't, you don't even know what I'm talking about, but, uh, I would say, darn it, I wish I was, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'd say, well, I missed out. That's the kind of stuff that goes through my head of bedtime, actually. So that's why I make the show. I'm kind of cutting ahead, but that's what happens. I lie down, and those are the kind of thoughts that I say, well, I'm all comfortable here. I'm ready for bed. And then these things pop in my head. I say, well, I'm saying, well, I'm not Bob, Bob Vila or Bob Vila. Yeah, but look at all those people. They're making the, the, the big, big dough and uh, the Home and Garden Network. What about you? Well, I can't, I don't, I'm not good at home or garden. Neither one of those are in my wheelhouse. I don't, like, I don't even know what a wheelhouse is. I can only imagine what one is. Yeah, just think about it. You really missed out on the Home and Garden boom. You're right. I also missed out on the food, you know, the, the driving around and tasting food boom. I think I'm, I, if, if you want to, like, mind my regrets for sleeplessness, I'd prefer that one. But I got to get back to the actual listeners I'm responsible to. Sorry about that. Uh, so if you're new, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. We covered that. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Pointless meanders, I just went on a few, circuitous tangents, uh, meanders, all those things, uh, go off topic. Uh, sometimes right away. Now, if you're new, here's a few things really important to know. One, I'm glad you're here, and I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. I hope I can provide it. The thing is, I can't do that for everybody. This podcast is not for everyone. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. But I will tell you, if you've arrived doubtful or skeptical, that's actually what most regular listeners uh, arrived with. So that's a good sign because you should, I mean, why wouldn't you be skeptical? And I can tell you that those listeners, uh, like who number in like the hundreds of thousands, they said, well, it took two or three tries uh, or four tries. And then I realized uh, I, I didn't have to figure out what Scoots was up to because he doesn't quite know what he's up to. He's wandering around. Uh, he doesn't know his, his Bob from his Bela. Uh, he's playing high. This would be, maybe this could be one of my fictional, this one wouldn't even be a fictional autobiography. Uh, playing hide and seek with my shadow self. Like, like uh, but it would have probably a question mark in there, some sort of tease. But that could be, that could be a book I could write. Uh, maybe, well, it could be a book title I could write because I just did. I don't know about the rest of it. So if you're new, give the show a few tries. Here's a couple other things to help put things at ease. But I realize I can't do that in just one intro. I keep I, I keep making these intros, and I keep trying because I'm just trying to create a safe place and take your mind off of stuff. Uh, but this podcast is very different. That, that's kind of what ends up working after two or three tries. So, so here's a few other things. One, the structure of the show is very different than most podcasts, even most sleep podcasts. Uh, our show starts off with a few minutes of business, and that's how we keep it free in verses behind a paywall. Uh, then 
I talk for about 12 to 18 minutes. I call it an intro. And it's really a chance to wind down, whether you start the podcast as you're getting ready for bed or you're in bed. It just gives you, while I kind of talk about Bob Vila and Bob Vila and HGTV and then try to go back and explain what the podcast is, it gives you a chance to, to, to let the, get some distance from your, your day and maybe just barely immerse yourself in, in what I'm saying and, and kind of let everything else uh, fade away. And if you find after one or two tries, the intro doesn't work for you, you could start the podcast at 20 minutes and then you just get into the um, content. Though the content itself isn't too much different than this. Because you say, well, I want to skip ahead to where you get to the point. And I say, oh boy. I say, I'm kind of mean. Remember, I'm in an oblong, I'm in an oblong state of mind. Just like uh, that song, I'm, the parody song I wrote that wasn't really a parody. It was just a truth. What is it? What is it if it's a parody song that tells the truth? That'll be, that's what I'm working on for my speech at the parody song awards. Uh, or I guess if there was one and I was actually had any musical talent, I'd say like, uh, they see, didn't those, it hasn't, wasn't that song only relevant? I mean, you, you picked a song title that was relevant a few different times, but you're a few decades off because even Empire State of Mind, you're about 12 years too late, Scoots. And then I'm in a New York State of Mind. I'm sure there's other ones, but you, you're in an oblong state of mind. Well, that's just the truth, I guess. Yeah, so you're right. Uh, Oh, so the intro kind of goes off topic, then comes back. And then, so that's the intro. Then there's business. And that's just kind of the natural podcast structure is usually just a break, is some business, and then the, the uh, episode. So that's just how we do it, too. And then there'll be a, a story, I guess, tonight, be related to uh, Oblong and Oblong. I didn't expect that, but, you know, we got to lean in and, 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 uh, you know, meet your meet your new imaginary friends with gusto. So there's that. That'll be about 45 minutes. Then there's some thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. This is also a podcast you don't really need to listen to. You could listen to it. You could also barely listen to it. You could, if you try to figure it out, that's when, like you say, I'm not sure about this scooter. You know, I have that steam coming off my head thing. And they'd say, is that an emoji? They say, no, it's steam coming off my head because you don't get to the point. And I'd say, well, it's a good thing you're another figment of my imagination. Come on in here for a hug. Like I'd say, let me, what if I take that steam and I rub it right back in to your head? Would that put you in an oblong state of mind? Oh, it would because you're part of my internal makeup. Good, because I got to move on. Um, so it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. You could kind of listen just like a bit, a bit like a 3D eye painting or whatever they're called, drawing or a computer designed image is what it really is. No offense. I mean, maybe it was a 3D painting, but weren't those always, they always looked like they are computer generated. Holy cow, I didn't think I would ex- make a, I'm sorry, 3D eye painting term. I didn't mean to be say that in a way that could be, I'm not trying to be, you know, exclusionary. I'm just saying, I guess I am assuming, I'm sorry, you're right. Why am I not apologizing? I just made, it's, this puts things really in three, three-dimensional perspective. You're right, I don't have, I assumed you were computer-designed. 
and that you weren't painted, but I really don't know. I'm just assuming. So I was wrong. I'm sorry. And if there's a way I can make it up to you, you see, I don't really know. I do, I do wonder how 3D paintings are made. That would be a true, a true statement. So I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, I got to get back. I'm not going to apologize for getting back to the new listeners, though. So I guess you don't really need to listen to. Here's the other side of it, though. There's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company as you drift off. So you can kind of get comfortable and uh, fall asleep whenever you want. And here's a, a, one other side of it. You know, there's people that listen that can't fall asleep at all. And I'm here for you if, if that's your situation or there's just a part of you that says, well, I don't know. Don't worry. I'm here to keep you company to the very end. Uh, so, that, I mean, that's what I see as my job is to take your mind off of stuff and to be here for you so that you have space to fall asleep. Now, my, the space I designed it in is a bit goofy and different, and uh, some people might call it weird. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it's a contrast, uh, to, I guess, to things that would be more normal. Uh, and I'd rather be me. You know, you, you don't get, you know, if, if you can't be that anything but an oblong state of mind, you know. I'm an oblong peg in a, you know, round and square world. You know, I've, I've lived that way my whole life. And finally I learned uh, that I could be here for you. I mean, what greater honor is it? Uh, you say, yeah, I went through my life trying to figure out if it's one of those round things or those square ones and uh, try to use that analogy. And I said, well, I'm putting the round one and the square one and the square one and the round one. And then, you know, I went through a time in my life where I said, well, maybe... You know, I'm just what's in between or whatever. And then I realized I was oblong. And I said to myself, uh, and then I also realized there was other kinds. You know, there wasn't just the round and the square. There was many other ones. Just like that, whatever that octagon is they used to give kids. That had other shapes too. I mean, that was to teach the kids, yeah, no, no, it's more than two shapes. uh, But uh, it's still a limited number of shapes and you got to put the shape in the right hole. And then one day, I said, I might be oblong, and I might be oblong, and that's okay. I actually never said that to myself. I just, it's, it's one of those slow learnings. Uh, but the thing is that, that even making this podcast, I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know it till just right now. Now I'm here sharing that with you. But really, just to keep you company as you fall asleep. And that really, to me, is beautiful because I've been there. The beautiful part is I know how it feels, uh, tossing and turning, dreading bedtime, all of that. And if I can help you feel more comfortable, not like count the hours down to bed, be like, well, I got scoots there. You know, at least I know he's going to overuse a word like I I didn't expect him to overuse oblong. I thought he might overuse goop or something again. But, uh, you know, so... I got that to look forward to. Makes bedtime not half bad. That's my goal. I mean, I would love to, you know, put a neutral look on your face, maybe make you giggle, barely, bore giggle. Uh, But I'm really here to help because I've been there. You deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a space of rest uh, where, you know, tomorrow you could live your life a little bit more and maybe flourish. And then everybody wins. 
So I'm here to help. You know, the only downside is it doesn't work for everybody, but you could give the show a few tries and then move on. If it doesn't work, you can check the podcast at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Uh, but I'm here to help. Uh, you know, I really yearn and I strive to do so. Thanks again for coming by. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, you know, stuff, uh, tossing and turning. Oh, I think I said that. Uh, whatever's keeping you awake. Changes in schedule, travel, you're out of town, someone else is out of town. Uh, weather, you got something big coming up. I, you know, I got, I know, I know you got a lot, a lot going on. And I'm here to help. And what I'm going to try to do, as I said, is uh, create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. And uh, the way I'm going to do it is... Uh, I'm going to try to keep you company. I'm going to smooth this safe place. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. I'm going to say safe place. And then I'm going to pat it again with the universal sign. Uh, This is a a double universal sign. So it actually is made with eye contact. In this case, imaginary eye contact where you pat a safe place. And you say, come on over and sit down. But also I'm going to move away from this safe place so you have space in your safe place. You know, there's another universal symbol where somebody says, Pat, Pat, Pat's a spot and says, hey, come on down, sit next to me. So I just wanted to clarify that this was the other one where we say, hey, come on and sit down. This safe place is for you as your space, place, uh, not in space, uh, but, but it, it could be. You could imagine it, it could be, but you'll have plenty of space in your place. Uh, you, you know what I mean? You know the difference. And then there's, you know, the third kind where they say, like uh, t- authority figures in my life, they spat a thing and they say, uh, we're going to try to do this the easy way first. Uh, they say, come on over here, sit down, uh, Andrew, and have a seat next to us. And that's when I say, uh, well, my phone's, uh, there's a phone ringing somewhere. Excuse me one second. And then I say, zoinks. But I don't say zoinks. My shoes and my arms make that sound when I'm moving outside the panel. Uh, hardy ha Anyway, if you're new, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, rusty tangents, uh, lots, of, like, lots of extra words, and c- stuff that can be a bit confusing. And I'll say it right up front, uh, even though we're six or seven minutes into the show. This podcast isn't for everybody. The creaky dulcets aren't for everybody. But give it a few tries. There's no pressure on your end. Uh, to like me or to trust me right up front. I'm here to earn your trust and see if it works for you. See if I could help. It's kind of like a free trial. You could, could, you know, you could give this a shot. And uh, most listeners, uh, especially you listeners that listen all the time, say, hey, it took me two or three tries. So I'm here to help and just see how it goes. That's all I ask. Uh, and uh, you don't even have to do that. You could stop listening whenever you want. But I'm, I'm, I guess my main message is I'm here to help. Let's see how it goes. Uh, but here, and, and, and even to try to earn your trust, just to barely attempt it, uh, 
like that's why I did that thing with the safe place too. I said, "Hey, you check the safe place out. You don't get, you know, I don't get a sit near you. You know, that comes, uh, you know, that's optional. You say, hey, Scoots, come over. Can you bring me a water? It's say, sure, it's a podcast. It doesn't exactly work. Oh, yeah, here's your water. Right. Oh, forgot to ask if you wanted it cold or warm or medium. And then you might say, has anyone ever ordered a medium or a warm water? You say, yeah, occasionally. Usually they'll just tell me they want tea or, you know, cocoa or something. But, uh, yeah, occasionally people like, you know, I just want to make sure I have your water correct. Uh, and also, believe it or not, I have a, like a cool water menu. I only bring that out for the, the most, uh, like, uh, you know, delicate or interested connoisseurs of water temperature. But you seem like you're really, uh, your palate is, goes uh, across the spectrum of cool to cold to ice cold. As we used to sing on the dance floor in the 90s or the early aughts, uh, you know, ice cold, how cold. Uh, but uh, so I do have a menu of degrees of coolness, and it's not based on Celsius or Fahrenheit. You know, it, it do we do call it the outcast uh, water coolness scale uh, with ice cold in quotes, uh, saying it as a uh, whichever member. I don't know if that was Andre two thousand or not, but uh, we do to say that as ice cold. That's the coldest water we offer. Other than slushy, but that's a special order. Uh, but, you know, you could have cool. You say, well, I'd like my water cool. And it'd say, okay, well, do you want it with a glass of sweating or unsweaty glass? That's how that's how safe this place is. Uh, let me get back to you, though, because I, I do tend to go off topic. If you're new, you may have observed that. And uh, you're very, like I said, you uh, just like your water. I could see, I could see your whatever, a discerning con- connoisseur. That was the word I was looking for four minutes ago. And that's why I'm here to earn your trust. And that, what I was going to do before I went on that water tangent, we do have also a special brand of water called tangential water. It's actually just a marketing term, but because the water's free, I could bring you a glass of tangential water. Also, it gets confusing. Lower on the menu, you'll see tangerine water. And whenever I, when I was pretending to be a customer of my own water service, I did order mistakenly. I would constantly, I'd say, no, 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 I wanted the tangential water, not the tangerine water. And they said, well, this, this is the tangential water. They said, well, it tastes a little bit of tangerine And they said, I don't know what to tell you, Scoots. And I'd say, Scoots, are you sure you didn't bring me the tangerine water? Anyway, so structurally, what I was going to do tell you is what to expect for the show. So the show, uh, here's the order of things happening in the show. Very slowly, slow to develop. Uh, uh, there's The show starts off with business. That's how we keep the show going. Then there's an intro, which intros are somewhere around 12 to 15 minutes. We're probably like uh, six or seven minutes into this one. And that's where I just introduce the kind of, that's where it's on me to earn your trust and to see how it goes. And nothing really happens in the intros. So every kind of everything, nothing happens. So everything happens. It's the kind of thing you, you, you may miss and you may not miss. You say, well, wait a second. Uh, you know, maybe you're, maybe you've been to fancy restaurants or spas or, you know, fancy places uh, that I have not been to. 
But I like to imagine, you know, they'd they'd bring me a war. You know, I say, well, if I had a spy, I don't know, it wouldn't be open. It'd just be my own personal one. But uh, if I had, if I was an imaginary spy owner, also that's a magazine I'm working on, imaginary spy owner. Let me know what you think if you'd subscribe. Uh, you know, you think about the title too for a while. You say, "Well, is it fiction or nonfiction?" And I say, well, "Exactly." Think about it and subscribe, and you'll find out. But at my imaginary spot, like I said, we'd have it'd be a safe place. We'd do smoothing, padding, rubbing it down, safe placing. We'd have a water. You know, like I said, when you order your water, you could, if you just said, "Bring me cool water," ideally. I would hire a concierge that would know, but just by, ju- you know, they'd say, okay. They could tell by the cut of their jib, as they say, that this is how cool they want their water. But for someone as discerning as you, I'd say, well, when you say bring me a cool glass of water, do you mean Andre 2000 ice cold outcast water? Not, not uh, cast out water, like uh, the outcast, like ice cold, like shaking it. Like, do you want me to shake your water? Like, we could bring you shaking water, like a Polaroid picture, too. And they usually call that aerated because it sounds better. Freshly aerated, just aerated water. And we could just decide on the coolness of that. Sometimes I bring it in a metal tumbler as part of the presentation. Then I shake it in a tumbler. The tumbler's ice cold, so it's sweating. A little bit cold to the touch or cool to the touch, depending on what degree you ordered your water in. But that's the intro. A show within a show where I attempt to explain what the podcast is. The podcast is the kind of place where you may get a water menu or even more likely you get someone over-talking about a water menu. Ideally not over-talking while you're perusing it, though. And you'd say, what is this one here? Streamy, and it's a well, it's a temperature of water. We have creaky, we have streamy. I, have, I mean, I have creaky dulcet tones. This is with the creak, like two e's. Uh, and you say, well, which is cooler, stream or creak? And I'd say, well, you may, if you're looking, you, maybe you want to look over there. You see the mountain stream. I highly recommend mountain stream. Te- well, is the water from a mountain stream? No, no, no. It's just mountain stream temperature water. All our waters artisanal. Uh, artisanally sourced from artists, you know, from good places, uh, limestone. I don't know where the water's from, actually. I'm just in charge of the temperatures of water. If we get into that, that's a whole other menu, which I'm happy to bring you. But I'm actually, believe it or not, I thought I'm running an imaginary spot here. I'm also in the middle of the intro of introing a podcast intro. Uh, so that's the intro of the show. If you're new, whew, uh, yeah, but think, think about it. You have the right to wish your water would come whatever temperature you'd like. Uh, I don't know, you know, and I'd say, well, judge it more by feel. You know, believe it or not, I've been running this imaginary spa my whole life and no one's ever ordered creek temperature water. And they keep telling me, take it off the menu but they don't get it. I say, well, that's what makes the stream temperature water move. Uh, you say, without the creek temperature water, no one would buy it. No one would order stream temperature water. And that's why I won the imaginary spa. You know, the, oh, no, that was the uh, imaginary water, water, uh, imaginary water bar awards. 
Um, okay, I got bogged down here. Mate. Don't worry, not, no mentions of bogs on these water menus. But uh, so the intros where I lose your, t- where I show I'm qualified to lose your attention just by being myself. Uh, then we have a little business between the intro and the show, and then we'll have the show tonight. It'll be our ongoing episodic modular serial series, uh, the Stand Chronicles, Nuns in Space. Uh, but you can fall asleep whenever you wish. You maybe if you're new, you say, "Well, I don't know if what," and you say, well, "Okay, just kick back uh, and uh, you know see how it goes." As I said, so that's just structure of the show. No pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. And, uh, I don't know, I, I, mean, I guess I'm a little distracted because I keep going back to that water menu, wondering what else I should put on there. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe I should, I guess I kind of talked that one out, but are you like, uh, do, do, do spas have those kind of things? I'm just trying to imagine, like, uh, they have names like that, uh. Usually it's like some sort of repurposed Zen is mixed in with the names of spas. Or I think a lot of spas have like jade in them or, or you know, something like orchids seem popular in Zens and waterfalls. And then other words that sound like expensive stuff, uh. I don't like. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I just stick to the water menus. I guess that's where I should. That's where, I, where you know, do, do what you know. They say, and uh, dare to dream. Follow your passion. That's what uh, J.C. Joseph Campbell used to always say. Follow your bliss. That's an. That's a pop. That might be the number one name for spas. Either bliss or zen. Uh, um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so, well, my bliss is, uh, to, to, to bringing the world, uh, the right temperature of cool or cold water. And I said, is this, I said, is this Esalen, right? I said, come on, but what kind of, you know, big sir. When I think of big sir, I think of water. Hello. And then they, they said, and then they said, would you like to register for it? And I said, how much? What, uh. He said, I thought we were just going to be sitting in hot tubs uh, talking about the bliss of cool, cool water. But again, so, so those are the structures show no pressure to fall asleep, uh, clearly no pressure to listen. Here's the thing. I'm here to keep you company. I've been there sleepless in the deep dark night. That's why I make this show. So it's very silly and goofy. Uh, but I take it very seriously because I want to help. I, I, I think you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, and this show is supposed to just grasp just a bit of your attention to take your mind off of whatever you were thinking about. Maybe be, be just uh, nonsensical enough uh, that you say, okay, I could relax here. And, you know, as a matter of fact, when, what other menus do you have, Scoots? Well, we have their sources, our water sources. Uh, believe it or not, what I'm pitching the Institute here. Is on like, uh, well, we've been maybe having, I'll just let you a little more, one more peek behind the scenes. Is uh, I pitch them bringing each temperature water gets its own glass, but then they got me. They said, Oh, is a glass specialized to enhance the temperature of the water? I said, No, nah, just like a feel thing. And they said, Everything's a feel thing for you. And I said, Yeah, when you're in the like cool water temperature business, uh, you learn that, uh, like, uh, it's it's all about touch and feel. It's a tactile thing. 
It's not about the actual temperature of the water, though we can do that if you say, no, no, I want my water to 22 degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius. You know, we could bring that to you, but it'd be, we'd be laughing about it. Obviously, if I knew what, since, <laughs> if I knew what temperatures those were, uh, I'd probably be laughing even harder. But, uh, you see, you wanted 22 degrees, you got it. You, how about Kelvin? You know, we got space age stuff in the bank. We could deliver it, uh, even on the Kelvin scale. Uh, so I'd have to ask what you're going to do with it. But, yeah, I did p- pitch my supervisors, which, believe it or not, are imaginary beings that live in my brain, too. And I said, well, let's get different glass. And they said, we don't have the budget for that. And I said, you don't have the budget. I was like, they said, Scoots, come on. Just stick with I said, what about a glass menu, then? That's what they said. And with an upgrade where you'd say, well... The creek glass was like a stone, which we've learned even before we did this. you got to be able to see the water through the glass. You can't have opaque glasses at the water bar. But uh, uh, they said, you know, then you could, you know, upcharge them to take the glass home. And they said, woof, you really really know the business of water, but it's really not about that. It's about an appealing glass. and then they said, well, who would be delivering these glasses? Because you're very clumsy, Scoots. And I said, you're right. Uh, it, it's only happening in our imagination. So let's imagine we have coordination. And they said, well, why don't you coordinate the end of this podcast? I said, right away. And as fresh as a cool and summer breeze, I changed the subject uh, and said, hey, uh, basically, Spike is here to help. Uh, see how it goes. Uh, like that's it. I mean, I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. I'm here to help if I can. Give it a few tries. Uh, I really appreciate you coming by. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Thank you so much.